Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Still dancing with my The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, look at us. Yeah. In living color. Yes, well, it's the countdown to the parade. We're always in color there. We are. Bright. Very bright. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our show. It is called Jason and Alexis in the Morning. Yeah. Producer Holly Roberts. Thank you for being here. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything human composting. Uh, coming up, uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we sure are. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, coming up a little bit, uh, we'll have some TV talk. Uh, the Burden of Proof show on HBO. Uh, Righteous oh, yeah, Gemstones. I started that. Geez. Oh, good. Oh wait, who? <gasps> what? Did you what? start the Righteous Gemstones, Holly? Yes, yeah, sure. Oh, did. oh my gosh, I love that show. <laughs> I I can't wait to start that because wow that is wild what a wild ride and this is the last season too right we know that for sure uh, I I can't confirm that okay. but this is the third season of the Righteous Gemstones oh. just started on Sunday wow okay can't oh. wait to hear what you think yeah that's all coming up in TV talk but let's start with human composting um, yeah n- never before said in the annals of our uh, radio show but so. Jane Pauley, bless her heart, uh, on Sunday morning, Sunday morning, did the story. And at first I was like, what? (laughs) But it completely captivated me. And it was done by a former local reporter, Ben Tracy. He's been a correspondent for CBS for years. But Ben did the story because here's the deal. I'm going to set this up before we listen to a little bit of the story. It's what you think it is. A natural process that turns our dead bodies into soil. And uh, climate-friendly folks are loving this. There's only a few places that have a license to do it, a few states that make it legal. And uh, this is one of them. This is one of the stories. So let's take a little listen to it, and we'll discuss on the other side. In the garden of her home in Bellingham, Washington, Marie Eaton is always able to find something she lost. When I come out to garden, uh, he's there. And every time I'm under one of the maples, I think, oh, yeah, Wayne, you're here. Her brother, Wayne Dodge, was also an avid gardener with a fondness for Japanese maple trees. But in 2021, he fell down the stairs and became a quadriplegic. A few months later, the 71-year-old doctor got pneumonia. As a physician, he knew what that meant. You know, they call pneumonia the old man's friend. And he chose that way to leave. And we were devastated to lose him, but um, understood that choice. You were very close. Very close, very close to him. Instead of being buried or cremated, Wayne had chosen a relatively new alternative, natural organic reduction, more simply known as human. 
It's a natural process that transforms the body into soil. So I wanted to show you what the soil actually looks like. It's beautiful, like beautiful, beautiful mulch um, at the end of the process. Some of it is spread under the Japanese maples in her yard. What do you say to people who will hear this and say, that just sounds a little creepy or a little strange? So I might invite them to think a little bit about what traditional burial involves, which is embalming a body putting it inside a lead-lined coffin and putting it into a concrete vault in the ground as though we were pretending the person's not dead. That, to me, is a much more creepy than this process of naturally um, becoming part of the soil again. For it's been Tracy. Ooh. Did you watch it, Lex? I did. I watched it, and what the, what she just said that, just completely yeah. resonated with me. Uh, me too. That's why I wanted, though, a little long. I wanted to get to that point because that's when I I, I was kind of paying attention to the story, but then I I went, oh, shoot, Scooby, because that made a hell of a lot of sense to me. Right? Yeah. Is it which states is this acceptable uh, well, or? Yeah, well, here's a little bit more because the, so there's, you know, the, the, the human story. Here's a little bit about one of the facilities and the owner of it. For her brother, that process happened here at Recompose in Seattle, the first human composting facility in the country. This is the gathering space. This is the owner. Katrina Spade is the founder and CEO. She showed us the space where families can hold a memorial service as their loved one is covered with organic plant material such as straw and wood chips. We typically have the person's body laid here, and at the end of the ceremony, we pass the person's body through the threshold vessel. On the other side is this array of eight-foot-long stainless steel containers in which more natural material is added to aid in decomposition. How long will this take for each individual body? Well, everybody's different, but about 30 to 40 days inside the vessel. And we're creating this perfect environment to facilitate that transformation into soil. Wow. Uh, fascinating. Okay, so it's Washington, Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, New York, and California. California. Yeah, I just saw the graphic yes. there. Yes. Holly, what do you think? Just hearing this maybe for the first time if you didn't watch the story. Love the idea. Love it. And I hope that this idea uh, becomes more popular. And people decide to take this route and that it needs to be across the land, an option for everybody. I before if I wouldn't have viewed the story, I would have been um, not in, I wouldn't have had a mocking tone, but I would have I would have chose humor and I would have been like my reaction would have been very different. Watching this story, I completely feel I, I have a complete change of heart. I I would actually consider this if this was something that we yeah. could do, you know, here. Um, the only thing I do not like, and my husband pointed this out, I don't like the presentation aspect of it. I don't like the body underneath basically hamster chips, you know, hamster shavings. I don't like the presentation for the memorial. 
you know, the surface. Oh, I see, because they do present the body yeah, with that on top. Yeah. yeah, you're basically underneath uh, what looked like my hamster's cage. You know what I mean? I don't love that. You don't love the aesthetics of shavings. Thank you. Thank you. That's a classic <laughs> you way. Rather yeah. be, you'd rather be in a suit and... I don't even know if I need that. I clothes. just... I, I, it is... Holly, bing, 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 bing. I do. I don't know why, but I don't enjoy that aesthetic. I don't. I don't like that. I don't. I mean, oh look, mom's underneath the cedar shavings. I don't know. I like everything else. I think it's actually quite beautiful. Yeah. When you, you know, we're not a visual medium. When she showed you the mulch, it's beautiful. And I thought, wow, that's 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 quite precious, actually, to then use it and and have it in a garden for your family. I love that idea. But yeah. the only the only hiccup is the mom's under mom's underneath <laughs> that blanket of hamster shavings. I don't I, I don't know about that. Oh, I I think it's really quite quite beautiful. Okay, and um, just the whole idea of going back into the earth that just yes, um, you know, it's yeah. When you think of all of the waste and like how many boxes are six feet under. Just buried and I, yeah. So you think about that now. More Americans are choosing cremation. I think like six and ten, yeah, are choosing that over burial. So this seems like it would just be the next step. Yep, I'm choosing it. I you know, Kyle knows to illegally dump my ashes at South Fork. You know, yeah, yeah, it's a little pocket full. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just walk around casually, dumping it here and there Wait, on there's South Fork. Something in my shoe. Hold on. <laughs> You can see the full story. Jason's hip. Ah! Exactly. Here's my hip bone. Uh, CBS Sunday morning. Little Taylor Swift. P Swift week, girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All you Swifties. Make sure you plan a ride home, people. I am. Because Metro Transit ain't helping you. (laughs) Yeah. We are not kidding. <laughs> and y'all can't stay at my house. I'm just telling you. Don't come knocking at my door in the North Loop. I ain't answering. <laughs> the rollerblades, maybe? Yeah, exactly. A mule? Little burrow. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. Everything TV taste test. What is this, a taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV taste test. Give me a taste. Let's begin with HBO or Max or both, whatever you want to call it. Uh, HBO documentary films. So uh, you know what's good in. You know it's a good end because HBO doesn't mess around with documentaries. This is a several-part series called Burden of Proof. And it's about a 15-year-old named Jennifer who disappeared in 1987. And her now adult uh, brother, Stephen, is trying to look into the case and figure out what happened to her. Because she literally just vanished. Here's a little bit of the trailer. And then we'll uh, talk about another side because Lex watched uh, a couple too. Here's Burden of Proof. Jennifer Pandos was reported missing in 1987. Never been seen or heard from since. I'm Jennifer's brother. I reached out to an attorney about whether I could sue my parents for uh, the death of my sister. 
for the first 22 years of her disappearance, everything I've been told, you know, was, was a lie. I thought at first she had run away and that she didn't tell me. And it's like, who is this person? I think my mother knows what happened. You waited two days to call the police. My father scared her to keep this a secret. So you really think I did it? Yes. They both failed polygraphs. I want to know the truth. I cannot tell you something I don't know. Burden of proof. That last voice you heard is the mom. The voice before the male voice is the father. Lex, talk to me. What did you think? Uh, awkward. <laughs> um, well, this guy thinks his parents did it. The parents are still alive. They haven't talked in a long time. They don't even know his his children, their grandchildren. So it already feels just kind of weird. Um, and then also, you know, and then then you will also see later because I'm about. There's four episodes. I'm a, I'm about about ten minutes into the third one, so a little more okay. than halfway through, and so I, you know, I guess what ends up happening there's new evidence that comes into play, and then Stephen starts to question. Well, I was so certain that my folks did this, but did they actually do it? And then there's like this we- there's just all this weirdness around it, like. The night that she disappeared, the parents said that in the morning when the, her door was locked, when they barged in, there was a letter. And the letter was just written very, like, almost like you've written in, like, in your non-dominant hand. What's that? No, I was going to say with your, it looked like a, a child or written by your non-dominant hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, so there's that, like who wrote the letter? It's apparently a, like a father figure or a man that wrote it. And um, so there's that. And then also later on, you know, this is like a, like, wait, so 1987? So 20, this is, you know, yeah. You know, how many years? Wait, so 20? Uh, 30. Oh, gosh. 30 some years. So. So this has a, been a cold case for a long time, right? And then all of a sudden, like, there's new evidence. They they couldn't find the file. And then they magically found the file. And everything inside really made their parents look sparkly you know that they tried to find her and all of the so i don't know i also wish that this was just two episodes it's going on and on and on and you could definitely brevity baby i'm with you 100 yeah you feel the same 100 percent, mr matheson 100 percent. it's it's really well done i will say that but i do wish it was two really tight episodes all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm still i'm still captivated i'm still gonna finish it yeah uh because i hear the ending is a little anticlimactic but you do change your mind about the mom i have heard that okay um uh because remember she you know she had the note this weird note she was holding on to it and yeah. then finally she's like, hey, I have a note. It's like, uh, did you not give it to people? So it mm. is. And even when she was given immunity, not for homicide, but for all of the other counts that might have been against her, she still 
seemingly was protecting the dad. Yep. Or whatever Ooh. she knew. Because can I just tell you, though, the dad gives me the willies. Oh, he does? Yeah, I can see that. He gives me the willies. He's got this weird beard that just grows on the tip of his chin. Yeah, it looks like a very, very large bug. Yeah. But or like I a do not enjoy him. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And his wife now really has no clue. She's just like, huh? No I clue. <laughs> yeah. No clue whatsoever. The but, other thing is, hey, did she just run away? That's the other oh. thing. She's 15. She had d- done it before. Maybe there was a man there that she had been talking to. And, you know, she had gone through some personal struggles of her of her own that, um, you know, a, a, any 15 year old that would rock your world. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Burden of proof. Uh, watch for yourself yeah. on ye old HBO. Yeah, I mean, it's compelling enough to continue. I got to know what happened now. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to finish it. So you can watch it. Burden of proof on HBO. And uh, coming up in our third hour, we'll do more TV talk. Righteous Gemstones. Uh, Holly watched it over there on the HBO as well. Oh, yeah. Hey, friends. Alexis for David and the team at First Equity. You got a question about your mortgage? Are you looking to refinance or maybe buy the cabin you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to buy your first home? Well, look no further than the best team in the market. This is First Equity. They've been working in our market, local market, for more than 23 years. So they've got you when it comes to any kind of mortgage available to you. Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. They're an independent mortgage broker, so you get that personalized attention you need and deserved. And because they're not specifically attached to a bank, they can shop multiple lenders, which gives you more options, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. So wherever you are, they'll hold your hand through the process and get her done. The number to call is 763-251-8000. Uh, you'll see uh, many of us here at My Talk have worked with David and the team and some really great testimonials. Just use My Talk keyword. Say it with me. David! I know that I'm... And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Hey, kid, would you like some drugs? The first one is free. Want to check out my van? I got some candy. Hey, kid, want to join our gang and spray paint under a bridge? No! in Reno, Nevada, keeping your kids off the streets since 1999. I say no to drugs. I say no to games. I say no to unplanned pregnancy. I say no to meth. I say no to reaper. I say yes to roller skating. Man, this roller kingdom is really putting us out of business. You said it, man. This deal sucks. But you know what? Maybe we should give up this life of crime and start Roller skating! This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial.
We now return you to our regularly scheduled <laughs> mediocre radio show. Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada, everyone. There we go. I say no to meth, but I say yes to roller skating. I'm sold. I'm sold, too. Oh, it was like my favorite thing to do as a kid. Oh, meth? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, saying no to okay. drugs, no to meth, no to unprint pregnancies, Pregnancy. and yes to roller skating. <laughs> wow, that really covered all the dare program, Everything. didn't it? Everything. Hey, uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, before we do our game, uh, Colin alerted me. The Star Tribune uh, posted this a little bit ago. Uh, well, last night. Metro Transit had a change of heart. Here's the headline. Taking light rail to the T-Swift concert in Minneapolis. Metro Transit will get you home after all. So they've extended services. Uh, yeah, smart. There's yep. so much going on downtown uh-huh. this weekend. Yeah. Additional light rail and bus service will be provided after the Taylor Swift concerts, says tra- uh, Metro Transit. Perfect. So check their uh, website for... 60,000 people each night. Attending the Taylor Swift shows. Dang. Run to red before those concerts. That's right. <laughs> Dang. Get carbo load. Carbo to- load for the Taylor yeah. Swift concert. They better be making a lot of those pizza yeah. rolls. Uh-huh. Girl. Eat those chips all for run, yourself. Run to red before Taylor Swift. Go to Red <laughs> Cow. <laughs> Let's play a little game. Very well, well, well. You have five seconds. Seconds. Five seconds. Initiating five seconds. This is Jason's new game. Five second showdown. That's not enough time. You got five seconds. I say no to crack, but I say yes to five second showdown. Right, Lex? <laughs> right. Sure do. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> you ready, Lex? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. Alexis. As ready as I'm going to be. Yes. Name three tennis players. Uh, Venus Williams, Serena Williams, and um, Maria Skovacevicene. <laughs> uh, Holly, do we accept Maria <laughs> You mean Maria Navratilova? 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 Oh, I guess there's a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Anna Kornikova. Anna Kornikova. That's right. As erotic. Oh yeah, I just Pete went Sampras. for like, the female variety. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> the f- female variety. Okay, Holly. Ooh, yes. Name three string instruments. A violin, a viola, and an upright bass. Yeah. Oh, girl. Get it. Very nice. Get it. All right, Jason. Yes, ma'am. Name three famous battles. Uh, the Battle of Tippecanoe, the Battle of Gettysburg, and the Battle of me and Amy Daniels. <laughs> That's a famous one. Yes. <laughs> At Project Down and Dirty Rock Band. There we go. Yeah. Very, very famous. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that is... was quite epic. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, she was so mad at me. Okay, here we go. Alexis. Yes. Name three types of bread. Rye, marble, sourdough. Oh, I love bread. (laughs) I just love bread. (laughs) French. 
Oh, French yeah. bread. Yeah. I, I, focaccia. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, yum. Oh, Pumpernickel. Oh. oh. Mm. Baguette. Rye. Yeah. Oh. oh. Brioche. Oh. oh. Brioche bun. The kind yeah. that you have at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. oh. Cheddar Man, garlic biscuits from Red Lobster. Oh. 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 I'm so hungry. <laughs> my biscuits. Bread. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Bring some biscuits. Holly. Yes. Name three female names starting with P. Patty. <laughs> Penelope. Patricia. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. That means we've won that round, but we're going to play again. Okay. Yeah, baby. All right. Yeah. Okay. Jason. Yes, ma'am. Here we go. Name three plants that start with S. <laughs> um, that is kind of hard, isn't it? Uh, uh, sassafras? Sassafras? <laughs> you know what was funny? Sassafras? I was say the same is that thing? a plant? That is a plant. It is well, it's a, a tree. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. Oh, yeah. Um, What else we got? <laughs> oh, no. Um, Sa- uh. Maple, maple, uh, maple. Um, the maple tree, maple, maple. Yeah, silk tree. Um, uh, oh, what wow. is it? A, a plant that starts with S. Um, spush. Uh, spush. <laughs> I love spush. I swear we all graduated. <laughs> From some kind of institution. <laughs> did go to college. Yeah. Sactus. Yeah. yeah. Sac- Sactus? What is that? A cactus with two an by S. two? Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of a sack or two. Yeah. Man. Okay. Alexia, ready? Okay, yeah. Yep. Our final round. Alexis, name three things you can climb. A mountain. Um, a a hill, and my husband. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Is that the song that plays when you do climb? Uh, yeah. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Holly. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. This is very oh. unusual. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh no. Holly, name three things you can do. I'm sorry. Name three things you can do with a cane. Uh-oh. Uh, sword fight, walk, and lick? Like a, like a candy, candy cane. Candy cane. Yeah. 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 You can oh, lick a cane. Yeah, you can lick a candy cane. Yeah. Man, I my, I was thinking about one kind of cane, and I was thinking <laughs> that's freaky. <laughs> okay, I mean, look, you might sugar cane. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. lots of things. Right. There's a lot of cane. You might like to lick wood. Yeah, you can isolate that. I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
children out there <laughs> on your way no, to daycare no, today. <laughs> I yeah. mean sugar cane, you yeah, pervert. Yeah, right. Right. Mm. All right, Jason, last but not least, name three ways of traveling to school or work. Uh, a bus, a bike, a burrow on your dad's back. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been five second showdown. You've got mail. Let's talk to you for a second. Welcome back. Received an email from a my talker via our show page. They live near U.S. Bank Stadium, and they are fearful, <laughs> jokingly, but dreading that night uh, with T. Swift. Well, two oh, nights. two nights. Yeah. It's going to look like locusts. Oh, the people watching, though, that might be Worth just it? fun to see. Yeah. You know what it's going to be maybe like? Maybe you can like, make a little like lemonade stand or something. Um, Girl. Make some egg rolls. Nobody going to the Taylor Swift concert wants lemonade <laughs> unless it's spiked. I flowers like children. That's true. Uh huh. That's true. But you know what it's going to be like? It's uh, like the poor people that live on uh, Como during the state fair. You know what I mean? They, they have to deal with. Oh yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of cars. Oh, you could sell your parking spot. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. But oof. It's just gonna be Harry Carey this weekend in downtown. I'm, but I'm looking at the positive. I made the joke about Red Cow Red Rabbit. I am excited though for all of the downtown. Yes. Restaurants and servers and parking attendants and and all the people that will benefit from the economic push that all of these events will bring. Yeah, that go makes early. me yes makes makes me very happy. Like I, I went down to the Stone Arch Festival. Um, uh, you know, Hanson was helping with that. I went for a run on Sunday and uh, ran down there, and it was packed. Awesome. It was absolutely packed with all, I mean, from tip to tail, and it made me so happy because there were people from all walks of life, people from the burbs, because I had to help one couple find a parking space, um, and it was lovely to see the Stone Arch Festival. Oh, if you obviously, if you missed it this year, head down there next year. It's a wonderful festival. My gosh. It's huge. It's yeah, absolutely huge. On and on. I love yeah. it. Oh, I was hoping uh, to go. He could sell some bootlegs of, um, well, <laughs> he just emailed back. He's going to sell some bootlegs of Taylor's CD. Or you can make some merch. Yeah. Merch. Oh, it's friendship bracelets. Look, people are selling those on Facebook Marketplace. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. We could go down there, you three, us three, and sell some laughing and leaking in the morning shirts. You know, some bootleg uh, yeah. laughing and leaking shirts. Yeah. The kids will love those. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, what? What is this? I'll who never laugh and leak. What? Yeah. Who are you, old people? <laughs> uh, let's talk to Liz. Here we go. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. Delightful lady. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us on the phone. Hi, Liz. Hi. Hey, Liz. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Are you excited to see Taylor Swift? <laughs> By, what? <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Is that Listen, a couple... I heard you guys talking about some concert. What concert are you talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, Taylor Swift is coming. 
Uh, yeah, Taylor's Swift? pop star. She's a pop star, Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And there's several. There's supposed to be what we, one of you had the the amount 60, 60,000 extra people in downtown Liz this weekend. Two nights. Oh uh, yeah. boy, I think I'll stay home. Okay. <laughs> I might become an Uber driver just for the weekend. Not, might- a, bad, not a bad idea, Jace. <laughs> uh, now, Liz, be careful going out. Um, uh, it's going to be like 96 or like 200 degrees outside all this week. Well, I so. won't be outside then because I don't sweat very well. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be super hot, Liz, all week. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. How's your friend Franny doing? Huh? How's your friend Franny doing? Oh, she's doing great. She's had a cooking binge right now. <laughs> oh, so are you? Do you get to test everything she's making? Yeah, I'm the tester, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. She's on. She's making salads right now, and I love salad. And oh. And she's she's been walk, uh, looking on TV, or I mean, on the computer for salad recipes. And she's found some really good ones. I've never even heard of half of them. And they're <laughs> wonderful. So I've been seventh heaven. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice and refreshing. I love that you're the taste tester for it, Liz. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liz, what, what's been your favorite salad so far? Well, she, she made one that has strawberries and... Um, pecans, and all sorts of different kinds of fruit in it, and it's just wonderful. You can, if, And she makes a big one, you know, and then she gives it to me. I can, It's so big that I can have three meals out of it. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I love a good salad, oh. I lo- especially on a summer day when it is 95 degrees. Oh, right. Today bl- would be a good day to have one. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice sweet bl- one. Some grilled chicken, some strawberries, a little goat cheese, some Ooh. sliced nuts. Yeah, I'm telling you, some nuts. vinaigrette. Yeah, that kind of salad is for me. <laughs> yeah. What's the weirdest thing that she's put in a salad that you're like, wait, what? Pardon? What's the weirdest thing that she's put in it? Or in one? I, did, I don't think she hasn't had anything weird yet. Most of it's everyday kind of stuff. Oh, good. Stuff, but the combinations are so wonderful, you know. Because yeah. my idea of a salad is just Lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> oh, she's rocking your salad world then. Yeah. <laughs> Love What's, it. Liz, everyone has one. What is your salad dressing of choice? What's your go-to salad dressing? Oh, I just play like old Western salad dressing. <laughs> oh, Western. Oh, like the a, in the French variety, in the French family. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. That's yeah. what, Liz, it was so I think funny. it has a wonderful taste to it. Yeah. Liz, before I moved here, you know, my mom uh, loved French dressing, and I had no idea that there were other salad dressings <laughs> other than French, because that's well, all I, that, li- that... I had the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started working in a restaurant, Liz, and I'm like, what is this uh, buffet of, 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 of uh, dressings? What uh-huh. is this poppy seed you two you speak of? And and, and, and uh, Thousand Island and ranch and I my mom I know. I my know. mom isolated me to just French. Yeah, I'm still a French dressing fan. Yeah, I just love the balance of taste in it. Yeah, you know, I do too. Yeah. I love yeah. a good 
with some cr- with some croutons and a little bit of uh, some tomatoes and cucumbers and a little cheese. Oh yeah, so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. I, I I could think about salads all day. Oh you yeah. Know, if all I could eat was salads, You'd I be would good. Be, I think I'd lose a little weight. <laughs> oh, you don't need to. You look great. Well, oh, Liz. Yeah. Well, Liz, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay, well, you all have a good week, too. And Bye. if you go to the concert, have a good time. Oh, we will. Thanks, Liz. We love okay. you. Bye, Liz. If you're passionate about helping uh, older adults live safely in their home, check out Right at Home. Go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword Paul. Again, Right at Home, and the keyword is Paul. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, going to that Taylor Swift show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order up those. I'm going to get some laughing and leaking T-shirts. Make yeah. It, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll split the proceeds. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. The, you know, we don't need to tell Brooke or anyone from promotions. They'll be black market. I'll bring some puppy show paint. Shirts. Will you? Yeah. Oh, you can personally. And I got rhinestones. We'll charge you know, she an likes extra. She's bejeweled. Well, we'll, you know, no, here's what we'll do, Lex. Here's the business plan. We'll just do laughing and leaking t shirts. Okay. And for an extra uh, 20 bucks, <gasps> you'll personalize them with puffy paint. Yes. Mm-hmm. And crystals. <gasps> sure. Well, that's 30. If we're doing crystals, oh, yeah. we're going right. to we're gonna have to bump up we're that price to 30. Bumping out the yeah, epoxy E6000 yeah. glue. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, when we come back, whether we <laughs> like imagine. it or not, you know, well, could you imagine if the three of us were like outside of a black man? Uh, hey, kids. Shirts, we're laughing and leaking. Like, we, own, we, we own a roller skating rink. Say no to drugs. Uh, we're second, finding love next, Jace. We absolutely are not. Second chance romance when we return. <laughs>